Welcome to this special episode of Speaking Clouds podcast. Today we are here in our flat, as usual, uh, and we're going to talk about your EP. When did your EP come out, Jay? Uh, it should be out uh, the 10th of March, mm. which is Wednesday. Yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, so we thought it would just be really interesting if we um, spoke about your EP, just as it's an opportunity to see what you've actually been working on and I've got some questions for you which I think other people might be intrigued to know the answers to yeah no very awesome (laughs) very awesome (laughs) very very awesome good yes okay so my first question for you um Ruined Nights has a real storyline to it what made you decide to write what is essentially a mini opera well because you know you sort of write what you know uh I've been involved with theatre for well at least 10 years now um been a big part of my life for that long at least and uh, I've wrote a couple of musicals I've written three musicals but only produced and performed and all that um, with two musicals and it just kind of seems like a natural process of musical storytelling like I think there's always storytelling when I write music unless it's like for something specific unless I've received a specific brief I can't Mm. help but follow a pattern of storytelling and as well I think the way it's structured it's just uh, I never understand those albums or projects where the songs just seem like they're put together because they sound nice rather than there's a sort of coherent meaningful reason uh, why those songs have been put there yeah yeah some of my favourite albums have had a linear storyline, and you can you can you can tell why they've been put together in a certain order. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I really understand where you come from when you say that. So we both studied the same theatre degree. What made you decide to take a pause on theatre and make an EP? Was it the pandemic, or was there another reason for this? Well, uh, quite ironically, uh, after university, I sort of wanted to take a little break from theatre. Mm. Uh, and by the time I was finally ready to return to theatre, uh, the pandemic hit. <laughs> uh, so I had all this sort of this drive to channel into creative projects. And it's not that I felt like I couldn't make theatre, but it felt like I was going to have to be sitting on it for quite some time if I was to simply write another musical uh yeah. which which i had um up up until before the pandemic i had another musical in the works and it just it just became not feasible due to the yeah. pandemic so that's it's where at the time you know i spent a few years trying to get more into the sort of music tech side of yeah. things like how to produce music electronically so it just kind of felt felt like um that's where i wanted to go on this this EP was the next step. Did so. This is something I've not written down, but I've just thought of it now. So, did um, learning about producing music give you a new understanding of how to show music in a performance? If that makes sense, did it give you a different insight into music that you hadn't seen it before? I suppose with that. It's exactly the same thing as if you've studied theatre and then you look at production arts, when you look yeah. at like the lighting and sound and all the things that are backstage uh, that go into making that pretty thing that we all like to connect to and see on stage. I think it's the same with music. A lot of people don't realise that there is, you know, behind every like 
Rihanna or Lady Gaga. I don't know why those were the two examples that came to me. But behind everyone like that, there is a whole team of people. There's engineers, there's mastering engineers, there's producers, there's people that are just solely have specific parts of this uh, project or, or their projects um, dedicated to this sort of thing. And, you know, they're the ones, they're the stagehands, they're the people in the background making sure that the stuff at the front of the stage looks its best, sounds its best, can be its best. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of work that you don't realise, and I think for me as well, um, I've had some external help with like session musicians and um, worked with another songwriter and a mastering engineer uh, but a lot of it sort of done independently you really appreciate the level of work that goes on to these songs that even the songs that you sort of perceive as like oh this is a simple song yeah. that'd be easy to make uh, yeah no production is definitely difficult and it gives you a newfound respect that's it's it's the same for most creative mediums in my experience yeah. So there's a real reflective nature to the EP. Does writing songs about difficult times make it easier to cope with them? I think just writing about uh, whatever your medium is, I think uh, creating work helps us um, discuss it. Um, at the time of recording this, um, I actually quite recently um, spoke to a couple of people about um, creating work around mental health and how you can use that and use the lessons you've learned and the journey you've been on to sort of explore new things and it might give something to someone else or it might just be cathartic but regardless of that I think it can help you see it in a new light which can help sort of healing and um, progression. Um, so I was just wondering, do you have a favourite song? Which one is favorite it? Favourite song? Uh, I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of Childish Gambino at the moment, uh, and I don't know. Heartbeat's a good song because I always listen to Heartbeat. And I'm like, how does he do that with the bass? Fucking Ludwig. Um, he's that's uh, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover's producer, and he's did the music for Mandalorian mm. as well. Uh, oh yeah. Very interesting guy. Uh, and then obviously Donald Glover's amazing yeah. as well. So I don't know. I've been listening to Camp the album a whole lot um i've been really liking oliver tree as well at the moment um out of ordinary that's a new song that he's got out been listening to that but i know sorry uh, if you were expecting a straight answer i really <laughs> <laughs> really there's never it, a straight answer from you no but um. it's just uh um, that's a tough one though. Yeah, so I've got a question for you. You're okay. quite into your cocktails and drinks mm -hmm. if ruin nights was a drink what drink would it be hmm uh, I think it would be like a, a mojito or a daiquiri. Yeah. Um, something that you can sip uh, and <laughs> enjoy. Uh, and it's got depth to it, but um, also it, it sort of looks pretty. Or, especially with a mojito, it sort of maybe doesn't look appetizing to all, but if you take a moment to appreciate it, maybe you'll find something in there that you'll enjoy. <laughs> I don't know, I'm an advocate for mojitos. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people say they look like <laughs> pond water, but I, I think they're delicious. They're so. amazing, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're an artist that's always had a focus on mental health. How did that tie into Ruined Nights? So, uh, I like discussing my own mental health in a way where I write it really personal and then purposely take a few step backs with it, maybe sort of change the language or remove some bits or edit it 
to not generalize but make it an experience that people can imprint onto rather than telling them my own story verbatim it's it's my own story intertwined with how others feel and other people's stories like i try to um speak to people about the exact um same sort of vibe that i'm giving off just to um yeah just to find out what they think and how they see it and if they can recognize something in the work i'm making and then it's that sort of familiarity because i think especially with working with mental health i think you don't want to generalize but you want to almost create moments within a piece where there's that blank slate for the audience to put themselves into um because it's all about the fact that no one's on their own uh, and you can feel that way uh but it's it never has to end that way yeah definitely um there's something i suppose about with music because everyone's listening to it at different points it's almost like you're all weirdly connected yeah definitely i always say music is a universal language it's uh yeah it stretches boundaries it can transcend words themselves uh myself and kelsey have sort of uh, mentioned this quite a lot um, on our sort of Wednesday live streams where we just say, uh, you know, music has this power uh, that can uplift and communicate to all. I think if aliens came down tomorrow, we'd need to play them some songs. Yeah. We'd have to think about what songs we played them, but yeah, you know, I don't know if we'd particularly play them Ruined Nights, but yeah. I well, think... What song would you play to an alien? I don't know, maybe some like Mozart or something. Oh, okay. Uh, something... Some... Not something necessarily classical, uh, but something where the instruments speak more than the vocalist, where it's it's about trans a transference of energy. That sounds really rubbish, but I'll, I'll <laughs> stick to that. A transference of energy uh, from the instruments to the ears, because uh, you know, yeah, that's what it's about. Um, so you've also mentioned you mentioned this on your live stream. Um, about how this is one of the most sort of structured pieces of work you've ever made, or what? What was? How was it you phrased it? Not structured, or I feel like structured, polished, polished. That, that was is it. The word. Yeah. Yes. Um, what made you come to this sort of change in your artistic um, style? Because you've always, like you said, described in the the live stream, you've always had that sort of a bit rough around the edges. I think it was uh, learning the sort of technical side to things like uh, in my last big project um, uh, which was a musical about mental health uh, Mm. I tried to sort of get a foot in the door in terms of sort of learning about how lighting and sound can impact um, a project or the meaning behind things all of that theory Uh, and I don't think it was too little too late but I really only got a crack in the door of what the production side of things really can do to impact your work Uh, and I think that's the thing there's been just this level where I've been able to gather enough knowledge at least for this specific medium for now at least Uh, I don't know where this project's going to go after it's been released I'm sure there might be some music videos potentially some theatre to go with it but right now I've been able to find uh, I think a lecturer described it as the virtuosity of the specific medium oh. uh, so with this I've found how to use production software to uh, really 
communicate ideas um, creatively and I've paired that with creative writing and other theatrical aspects uh, but I've been able to make sure with the help from other um, creatives uh, specifically uh, Lemmy Dubs because yeah. <laughs> he's amazing uh, but I've been able to polish it from a technical standpoint as well as a creative standpoint because I always thought you know creativity is my strong point but to create a finished polished piece of work you need more than creativity mm, yeah some some of the skills that are you've come to acquire to probably help yeah. shape there's, there's more practical skills yeah. involved I think as well you have to adapt yeah um, my actually 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 my mm. last question was going to be where you'd like to take your EP next but you've already sort of mentioned that maybe maybe a musical maybe yeah. some music videos if you'd like to elaborate further on that then you can go ahead but um, I also am intrigued to know what you want to do next in terms of music because you were like, I want to make an EP and it's been really exciting watching you do it but there's always that thing with creativity is trying to figure out, well I've done that project, what's my next step? No, that's fair. Um, so yeah, I think this probably is the soundtrack to a musical or something of that description. Uh, we've been looking at some other projects uh, but you know, those will be announced when there's more um, to do with it. Uh, however, yeah, I do have an affinity for musicals. I think uh, they're overlooked because of their campy nature, but uh, there's a lot of musicals out there, a lot of people that have used music in performance to uh, really enhance the message or enhance the purpose of whatever they're creating. Mm. I feel like Hairspray is a good example. Yeah. Uh, Weirdly specific example, but there's a lot of a lot of musicals that use their songs to communicate more complex ideas in a simple format. So yeah, that's why I'd lean towards musicals. We'll see what happens with this pandemic, yeah. though. <laughs> uh, and in terms of what I'm doing next, so I've got a few projects with people, just just small things like a few songs here and there, just collaborating with other artists because that's a great way just to. Really challenge yourself and also um, network and meet new people and just just do some good vibes. We were saying this uh, in the live stream again, but uh, collaboration is where it's at. Like yeah. that's that's how you can really hold a mirror up to your work and um, find out where you could improve. I think that's a great place. Collaborating is um, is great to, for self improvement. Yeah, because being. Being alone in a project can make it seem so much more daunting. Oh, definitely. We really wanted to have Kelsey here, obviously, for some questions. Um, but obviously, due to geography and COVID restrictions, that wasn't possible. So what I've got is I've got some questions that I've written for her. And she sent me her responses. So the first question I asked her was, why do you think yourself and Joe work so well together? I think because me and Joe are so close anyway and doing this project sort of among others at the minute has just made us closer um, I think it's mostly about honesty overall because we're so open with each other like there's not really any anxiety with saying what's on our minds obviously and that makes working with someone just so much easier and that's the other thing as well like Joe just makes everything so easy <laughs> he's so chilled out and it just creates a really calm working environment like even when he's not here like we me and joe haven't been in the same room for almost a year even so all you have to do is have a conversation about 
you know, a project with him and just his attitude towards everything. It just calms you down. I, I can't explain it. What part of the process has been the most exciting so far? I think just creating something completely new. Like this has been such a great experience for me because writing lyrics is something I've never tried. And obviously it's always really good to challenge yourself anyway and sort of push your creativity. There's no point becoming good at one thing and just sticking with it. Like you just, you have to try all these different things. And I think also it's been really nice seeing just support from other people. Like it's been a proper group effort, which is really encouraging, you know, and you know, sort of like-minded creative people when they sort of get together in a group like this. I don't think it, I don't think I've ever been a part of something that's so almost wholesome. And I think it's just because of how terrible everything's been. Like it's nice to have just these good vibes all the time. It's great. You've mentioned before on the live stream that you haven't written lyrics before. Was it hard to fight some of your belief systems you had created around that? And how did you overcome it? So with writing the lyrics, honestly, I just listened to Joe's tracks repeatedly <laughs> for hours. Um, I'd just write random words that came to mind and sort of filled them in with what Joe had told me. He saw the tracks sort of reflecting. So it was almost like a patchwork, like I was sort of sewing it together. Where did your inspiration for the lyrics come from? Yeah, um, for me, like I've said, I, I had no idea how to approach this, so words but in seemed as good an approach as any. I think wait for me was the exception. Like the lyrics came really quickly and very sort of effortlessly for that. And I think it's because that's the closest to how I'm feeling at the minute. Like there's a lot of creativity and different projects going on and I've been introduced to so many talented and genuinely inspirational people. It's like I've dared to feel hopeful. <laughs> like I can feel it sort of building into something bigger. And yeah, it's, all, it's really exciting. Um, so my final question was, how much did you enjoy working with Kelsey? <laughs> I am... Um... Really enjoyed yeah. working with Kelsey. <laughs> uh, no, Kelsey's uh, amazing. You know, met her a little while back now, uh, and you know, we used to work together, and she just always sing. And I was like, even even from hearing her sing the first time, I was like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> remember that? I will uh, use this one day. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, she's got an amazing voice, and she's been studying writing for a really long time, so. You know, she'd not really tried songwriting before, but I was like, literally, you have all the tools in your box yeah. already for songwriting, so let's go. Uh, and, you know, we always spoke about working on something, and I think it just, it, it became quite a natural process to get her involved. It went from my EP to sort of our EP. Yeah. She still likes to say that it's more mine than hers, but I, I do think I couldn't have done this with the amount of input that she is. Uh, put into it uh, and the just presence that she's brought yeah. to this project um, well that was a really good discussion thank you Joe. Um Ruin Night is out March 10th indeed it is indeed it is yeah March 9th for the listening party yep uh, check any of my social media because there is extensive <laughs> how to guides on how to get yourself to the listening party um, yeah this should be coming out all before then and 
yeah it's just yeah. it's just good vibes basically you can pre-order the work now uh, listening party all details will be there uh, there'll also be a Q&A so if there's any questions that didn't get answered here you can ask them there or you can keep them in your mind forever and never ever, yeah. ever ask them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's up to you um, no thank you for listening thank you for listening hey <laughs>